so welcome to season one, episode three of the Sweetie Patrice Show. We have um, Ebony here. She's a mompreneur. She's killing it in her business field, as well as being a mom. And the great thing about Ebony is she has adult children, so she'll put a different spin on things for us. Um, so Ebony, go ahead and tell me about yourself. So I am Ebony Moncho. I am the CEO of 360 HR Solutions, which is a um, HR and training, professional development, and business services consulting firm here in the Chicagoland area. We focus on three main areas, one being um, HR compliance. We uh, provide um, a vast array of HR services. So think about your HR department away from the company, so outsourcing. Um, Then we also provide professional development and training. So we assist um, we assist organizations with being able to provide the fundamentals, the fundamental training for their managers and their supervisors to get them ready um, to be able to be effective managers in the workplace. And then lastly, we provide business services. So that is, uh, we help with grant writing. We provide assistance with individuals who are trying to start a nonprofit. So we do 501c3 paperwork preparation, um, business plan development, business coaching, consulting, so yeah, that that is what I do on my uh, professional business side, and then also I just recently uh, launched co uh, co-authored a book called Dear Daddy: A Letter from a Successful Businesswoman, and the main focus of that book is to provide healing um, and just to try to release pain from individuals, uh, women, um, teens, even men who may um, have been exposed to a, a life or their mom or aunt or someone who grew up without their fathers in their lives to be able to shed more light on that topic and um, just to let individuals know the pain that's associated with that when you are a girl who grows up without their father in 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 their lives and then the things that we had to do in order to receive healing. So that's what that book is about. I don't want to give away too much because I want people to get it. Um, and then lastly, I am launching my Ebony Mont Show brand where, where I'll focus on being a motivational speaker, mentor, and a life coach. So that's oh. <laughs> I need help with 501 Girl, we got you, girl. Procedures. I need. Mean, I need mean everything. I got you, girl. I got you. One stop shop over here. <laughs> so, Ebony, what compelled you to become an entrepreneur? How did you get started? Talk me through it. So, um, what I guess what compelled me to get started is, uh, and to be completely transparent, is the fact that, you know, I was working in corporate America, um, making almost six, very close to six figures and um, have, and was laid off for like the third time in a row. So, you know, after being laid off so many times and then me having the amount of experience that I have in the human resources field, I've been working in this arena for over 15 years. I'm like, you know what? I can just start my own company. You know, that way I don't have to worry about the next time, you know, something isn't going right within 
the actual organization have to worry about being laid off again. So that really is what my initial push and motivation in terms of developing this business, um, 360. But in reference to like my Ebony brand, I've always, uh, since I was 12, have always been a motivational speaker. My mom says that I um, gravitate instead of the individuals gravitating to me. It seems like I gravitate to people that are the broken wing birds, <laughs> you know, that need the um, help and the support and the motivation and the inspiration since since I was young. Like that has always been who I was. You know, if I saw a friend at school that didn't have clean shoes or new shoes, I would come home like, mom, we have to buy so-and-so some new shoes, you know? So, um, yeah, that, that, that part of me has always been, you know, down in there. And it's just been a matter of me getting to a place in my life where I am able to really tap into that. So that way I can really work the calling, you know, that is on my life. And that is inspiring motivating, encouraging, um, influencing other people to live the best life that they can. Okay, so, so you got laid off, hired yourself and never looked back. Yeah, you know, it's been um, two years uh, I, um, since, well, almost two years since January 2017. Um, and it's been, you know, I won't tell anyone that it's been easy and it, it still isn't, you know, going into business for yourself is uh, trying, you know, and it's hard. I mean, I don't know any other words to say, but hard um, because you don't have the luxury of being able to say, okay, well, I'm not going to do this today because, you know, either way, I'm still going to get paid anyway. You know, when you on your nine to five, you know, you can say, okay, well, I'm going to put this to the side and I'm going to kind of chill today because I really don't feel like doing nothing anyway. You know, we've all had those days where we go into the office and we just don't feel it, right? So, you know, we do the bare minimum in case my boss walked by. You know, it looks like I'm doing something, but really I'm chilling. Um, so, because you know, every two weeks you still don't get your check. But when you're working for yourself, I put a post up on um, Instagram the other day that says, as an entrepreneur, we have to um, grind first, then hustle. That means that we have no breaks. You know, we don't have an opportunity to just say, no, I'm not feeling this today. Not if we want to continue to be successful. And especially in a service-oriented business, like what I'm doing, providing services to individuals, I have to continue to get my name out there, get the business out there. Um, there are a lot of uh, free um, meetings and services that I have to provide in order to prove myself. So yeah, it, it, it isn't easy, but it is so rewarding and so well worth it. You know, when you are able to go into an organization that is confused or, you know, they don't have, uh, um, uh, they don't have standardized policies or procedures or they, um, their HR department is in disarray and being able to come in and help them. And then at the end of that project, being able to look back and see, you know, the fruits of your labor, then it makes it all the more worth it to go after the next client and the next client. So, so yeah, you know, um, it's been an uphill journey, but I'm enjoying every bit of it. So in your field of um, in your field, what support or resources 
um, are available for women or girl, young girls that's looking to maybe do what you're doing right now? Okay, so in the HR field or in the uh, professional training and development field, I would say one, um, if you don't have a degree already in like uh, HR management, um, getting a degree would be definitely helpful. Um, and I do understand that school isn't for everyone. Right. Um, if you are an individual that school isn't for you, um, getting a um, try to intern in the HR department would be a good way to get started because a lot of HR jobs, they're looking for someone that has some type of experience already. Um, I hear all the time that this is a career field that's hard to break into. Yes. So um, um, interning would be a great way. And there are a lot of um, nonprofit, um, a, no, a lot of nonprofit organizations that are always looking for internships. There um, are also a lot of volunteer opportunities that I see all the time on LinkedIn and um, a website called NPO.net. They are so, and it stands for nonprofit nonprofit organizations.net, NPO. And they also are always looking for interns in the HR field as well. Um, in addition to that, um, there is a, a group called HR Girlfriends. I was just um, getting a, um, a membership with that group. And then also with SHARM. SHARM is the Society of Human Resource Management. That would be um, another networking group to be a part of that could assist you with skills, jobs, um, and just information, and just keeping abreast on the latest trends and laws within the HR field. Gotcha. And I know you mentioned um, it's kind of some people say it's a hard field to kind of tap into, but are there any other um, specific roadblocks to watch out for? Um, I would say um, in terms of roadblocks outside of not having the um, degree, because that's definitely a roadblock, but um, just knowing that this is a field that has levels. So you start out at like an, um, if, if, if you don't have any prior experience, expect to start out as like an HR assistant. And then once you start in that basic role, then you can grow and develop to an HR coordinator, then an HR generalist. And then from there, you go into like your HR managerial role. So I would say definitely, you know, just expect to be able to go through the ranks in terms of the roles, um, in terms of wealth roadblocks. I know there are some people who, in terms of money, you know, you are looking to start at like that generalist um, capacity, but if you don't have any prior experience or the um, or the degree to go along with it, just know that you know you will be starting out maybe around that thirty five, thirty seven thousand dollar a year range in terms of salary. Okay, okay, so that's definitely some good information they can use. Um, so I know you said that collectively you're a mother of four and then you're an entrepreneur um were there any myths that you heard or was told like starting a business because you said you started your kids uh your business once your kids was older Mm -hmm. was there anything like someone told you or you heard about you know why you shouldn't or why you wouldn't succeed as an entrepreneur yeah, um, you know, for uh, for women, you know, people are always telling us all the time that owning a business is for men, right? That is something that um, this is a field, being a CEO, you know, 
are all titles that belong to men. Um, and especially with our current, uh, as we like to call him, number 45 in office, you know, it seems like the world is going more to that way in terms of, you know, you have to be um, a male in order to be able to be successful, in order to be able to run a business and then um, be uh, financially successful as well. But no, to me, that is a myth. You know, I saw um, an article that was recently wrote by uh, Forbes magazine that said that women are chairman in terms of being, you know, entrepreneurs, in terms of being the head of major companies. Um, Starbucks just uh, appointed an African-American woman be um the new COO so there so women are are making uh phenomenal ground in terms of showcasing that we have the skill set the wherewithal the knowledge the experience to be able to be leaders so I think that that's a myth that you know a lot of women hear all the time that we don't have the capacity to be leaders, you know, to run businesses, to be entrepreneurs, to step out there because it's our place to be in the kitchen or to be more, you know, domesticated. But that's a myth. You know, we have the the um the the capacity to be successful in whatever we put our mind to. It's not just washing clothes or doing um, the dishes or cooking dinner or taking care of our kids, you know, we can do all of those things and still be successful. You know, God made us in, in a way, in his like, in his image. So that way we have the shoulders and the hands and the emotional capacity to be able to take care of all those things and still be successful in the world, you know, as what the world view as successful. You you're right. You killing it. You killed it all right there. All right there. You are so right. Yes, um, we we are taking over. You know, <laughs> one business, one city, and one state at a time. I, I agree. <laughs> um. So what are what do you think? Like some of the most common reasons women, especially moms, why they fail or give up on their dreams or go. Um, I think it's because um, it's a lack of support, you know, especially if you are a single mom like I was, um, you know, it is difficult to raise your family and try to work a full-time job and try to go to school and try to work on your business at the same time without a strong supportive network. Um, and I think that that is a lot of the reasons why most women just say, forget it, I give up, you know, I'll put this business off to the side because some of those other priorities, you know, take precedent, you know, in terms of them being able to operate a business. You know, if you have a small child at home, but you don't have a um, consistent child care provider, then it's difficult, you know, for you to do all those things. So I think that um, supportive network, whether it be child care, whether it be financial, you know, any of those things, or just um, someone that is motivating you, telling you, you can do it, you can make it, you know, it's going to be rough, but I'm here, right here for you, somebody to pray with you, you know, all of those things are very important, and without those things, you know, I do think that a lot of women give up and just say, forget it, you know, this, you know, I'm not cut, cut out for this. Yeah, strong fact, that support system is 
definitely important. I know that was some yeah. of the things I started, I struggled with when I first came into business, but now I'm with someone who's like, no, keep pressing, you know, keep going. Mm -hmm. So that does make a difference. Mm -hmm. um, but first with you, um, what personal hurdles um, did you face and how did you overcome them with your uh -huh. business? So for me with my business, the personal hurdle that I was saying that I faced um, is just trying to determine really if I wanted to do it. You okay. know, um, we 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 feel like we have the wherewithal to do things, but then we doubt ourselves. So it was that self-confidence for me that I had to overcome, you know, believe it. Because like for me, I stutter sometimes. So you know, a lot of times I feel like I'm not confident in my ability to speak or my, you know, ability to be able to train somebody on something. Although I have the knowledge base, but, you know, I doubt myself in terms of my level of confidence and my ability to deliver to other people. So I think that that for me was a hurdle that I had to overcome, just really believing in myself and believing that I can do it. And I know the Bible says, you know, Philippians 4 and 13, saying we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. But sometimes that, that carnal side of us, you know, come up and it comes out and it's real. You know, we doubt ourselves. So that was, you know, a hurdle that I had to get over and still today sometimes you know I still have to call on my support system and that's why I said that's very important like even this morning you know I called my mom was like bro I got this podcast interview <laughs> go make it girl she was like I don't know why you always doubt yourself you have the answers you're gonna do fine just take a deep breath you'll be okay you know so um I think all of those things kind of wrap in together in order to help us as women be more successful yeah, good point, because I, I know I have a, a, a list so I can get tongue-tied at times. So I'll be scared mm -hmm. to talk and do all that stuff well, so I can definitely relate there. Um, so uh, with you overcoming that, was it like a, a like an instant slap in the face, or was it like a repeat issue before you were able to actually say, okay, you know what, this has stopped me long enough, let me push through? Yeah, it was a um, repeat issue, you know, always just like, you know, um, even when I have new clients or things of that nature, I still, you know, have to call on my support network, like, you know, help me to make sure that I've covered every base, you know, make sure that I am able to. To, to really help this person. Um, and yeah, so I am always constantly um, reading, um, reading inspirational quotes, doing things to kind of just help me stay grounded and not feel self-defeated, you know, because self-defeat will talk you out of opportunities and doing things that you know that you are capable of doing, but your mind, you know, will talk you out of doing things. So it is very important for us to always keep the right mind, the right attitude, and the right spirit about things, because then it will help us to be able to continue to move forward when we keep our mind focused on the positive side of things. Because it's so easy, you know, for other individuals to kind of talk us into their negative space. And so that's why you have to protect your space as well. You know, you have to be very um, particular about who you let inside of your space because 
you know, you will look up and you will be that negative Nancy just like that other person is. So, yeah, I, I, you know, it is a constant journey. You know, we are always evolving and always trying to um, be a better us. You know, I'm always trying to be a better Ebony. So um, I'm always taking constructive criticism from other people as well to kind of help me grow and be more um, of a successful mom and um, a, a successful entrepreneur. That is awesome. Um, so you're your mom and you're an entrepreneur. People think once your kids grown, they're gone. But those are your kids and your responsibility for life. So how how do you balance like still having, you know, your 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 uh, four kids and your business? So um, you know, I am uh, a devout um I am a devout organizationalist, you know, okay. I mean, word up. <laughs> because organizational planning is very important to me. My calendar is important. Like if it's not on my calendar, I forgot. It's not going to happen, you know, so that kind of helps keep me balanced. Um, you know, we have, it's very important for me for us to have family time. So we have carved out fa- family time. I have carved out business time. You know, I'm married as well. So I have carved out time for my spouse, you know, so it's very important for me to plan each entity of my life. And I know that sounds probably stressful in itself to some, but it really helps to keep that work-life balance. Because if not, you will look up and you will spend so much time on your business um, because you want it to be as successful as you want your children to be successful, as successful as you want your marriage to be. You know, so if you don't plan all of those things out strategically, you'll end up spending more time in one area than you would in another. So I use my um, calendar and I plan out pretty much everything. So we have standard things. Like the first Saturday of every month is family time. So whether we do breakfast together or something, because, you know, I have grown children. So, you know, they have their own lives as well. But, I, you know, I try to make it my business that we still have that family bond as well. Okay, that is awesome. So, I suck at planning. I'm trying to get better at it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a winger, but I do realize that's how my life is always so chaotic. Mm-hmm. I'm getting better with that. So, how do you deal with stressful or unplanned situations? Girl, you know, um, people tell me all the time that my uh, second name is is Olivia Pope because I promise you I am the fake sir, you know. Okay. So, um, you know, unplanned and unexpected stressful situations. I just, you know, take a deep breath first, you know, and just say, Ebony, you got this. You know, you can tackle this. You can handle this. Um, There is nothing too hard for you and God to be able to solve together. So I usually try to go into each situation with an open mind. You know, I gather all of the facts first and then my mind just going, just start going, trying to come up with a solution that um, would work for both, you know, me and 
and the person or if it's something that doesn't involve me at all. I'm trying to step in as I usually am, trying to step in and solve somebody else's issue. Um, You know, I try to come up with a situation um, and a a resolution that will work best for them. And I usually um, try to give people two to three different options also in terms of how they can rectify whatever the situation is. So yeah, I tackle stress. And actually, I work better under stress, you know, for some reason. I don't know why. Like, I'm that person who waits until, you know, I know I have a 10-page paper due tomorrow, and I will wait until 2 a.m. to start writing it. Because it seems like my mind just starts to focus and the ideas just start to roll out in the ninth hour like that. <laughs> so yeah, stress stress has always been not a problem for me. I think I, I thrive better in stressful environments. <laughs> yeah, I'm a last minute person myself, so I can relate. Right. So, so with you being a mom, a grandma, an entrepreneur, and a wife, how do you relax? What do you do for self-care, your personal time? So um, I usually uh, will binge watch, you know, my favorite shows on TV because I'm a reality show chunky. So <laughs> I usually binge watch shows on TV or, you know, I make sure I get to the nail um, spot every two weeks, you know, downtown to get my spa manicure, manicure and pedicure. Um, I try to get a massage at least once a month, you know, sometimes twice. But just, you know, and then I travel a lot too because that's my relaxation. That's my time to regroup, you know, and come back even stronger and better ready to face the next quarter of whatever may come my way. So at least once a quarter, I try to take a trip somewhere, whether it be just a weekend or if it's four or five days in the Caribbean. But I try to take a trip at least once a quarter just to be able to just relax, regroup and just, you know, be ready, like I said, for the next quarter. That is awesome. So what what profession other than the one you're currently in would you like to attempt in the near future? Um, so I am uh, a co-author of a book. Um, and so with that, it's called Dear Daddy, A Letter from a Successful Business Woman. And so I think what I want to do outside of being an, uh, a, um, an HR uh, executive, I think that I would like to uh, really tap into being um, a motivational speaker. That is something that uh, I would like to see myself being able to do um, going, you know, I see myself going to different cities and, you know, um, encouraging and motivating women, you know, girls, you know, talking in classrooms and things of of, of that nature, trying to just encourage and and motivate our youth and their other single moms, you know, to let them know that they can make it too. You know, that this is not, I'm not an anomaly, you know, it can be done, you know, you can do it as well and then try to help them come up with steps in order for them to leave the room, you know, with an action plan to be able to go home and put it into place so that way they can start on their journey of being successful also. That is awesome. Um, so what advice would you give to a younger self, your younger self or a young girl who has dreams of becoming an entrepreneur? 
Um, I would uh, give a young girl or, you know, a younger me the advice of one, always believe in yourself. Um, two, don't let anyone tell you that there is nothing that you can't do, you know, because society likes to tell us and not just women, but us as African-Americans, period, you know, that there are some things that we can't do. And I say no, challenge every limit. Every limit that people try to put on you, challenge those. Don't, you know, just because you had a baby at 15, you know, because I had my son when I was 14, but, you know, I refuse to be a statistic, you know, so I say, you know, accept whatever help that's necessary in that moment, in that season, but do it with the mindset that this is just a time. I'm only, I only need this for a time such as this. And you're still planning and you're still developing and you're still doing the things that's necessary to get you to where you want to be. And I say in the words of Reverend Jesse Jackson, if your dream don't scare you, then it's not a dream. You know, you need to make sure that whatever your dream is, write it down, stick it somewhere. So that way you have a constant everyday reminder of this is my situation now, but that this doesn't mean that, that this has to always be my situation. And then I would say, don't let your past dictate your future. You know, there are a lot of times that, you know, we have past experiences, past hurt, um, past pain that we allow to continue to um, affect us and then it then you know it it then immobilizes us in order to be able to move forward. So I say don't allow that pain to stop you. Deal with it. Um, you know, face that head on, but then allow that pain to, to be the shoulders that you stand on in order for you to reach greatness. That is phenomenal. Girl, you look, you you the motivated me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, Abney, so our last question, how can people reach you on social media or how would they reach to business with you or even book you after hearing this for, you know, to come speak to their classroom or their group of young ladies? So yes, um, you can reach me on Facebook and or Instagram. I'm 360 HR Solutions Inc. Um, I'm Ebony Moncho, M-O-N-T-S-H-O on both Facebook and Instagram. Um, and my business, you can check out my website at www.360hrsolutionsinc.org. Okay, well, Ebony, thank you again for being on the show um it was a pleasure speaking to you and hearing your story and getting some uh motivation um i'm sweetie patrice and i am out <laughs>